Hi, you're listening to I Peel the Employee Engagement Onion and Here's What I Found at the Core by SeriousLeadershipCoaching.com, where leaders discover their authentic self. This is your host, Dipti. So I have a confession. I watched Star Wars, not because I was a fan. In fact, I really don't even care about C-3PO or R2-D2. I saw it purely to be able to fit in at the office. Phew! Now that's off my chest. So I basically saw Star Wars to, to join in the office conversations and to feel like, uh, like I belong somewhere. Guess what? There is absolutely nothing wrong with wanting to fit in. After all, the ability to feel connected is neurologically what mankind wants. It's how all of us make sense of the world. So obviously the first layer of the employee engagement onion is a sense of belonging. So why do we want to belong? There is this wonderfully written blog post on saywhydoi.com which covers the answer to this question beautifully. Summing that up, the reasons for our need to belong can can largely be categorized into, say, two buckets. One is fear-based and the other is conscience-based. Fear-based reasons for us to want to belong are reasons when you try to fit in because you fear something. You may be trying to fit in because you're afraid of feeling shame, being alone, or just being different from what society defines as normal. Maybe you're trying to fit in to avoid hearing your inner voice repeatedly telling you that you're not good enough or smart enough or tall enough. Whereas on the other hand, conscience-based reasons are when you're trying to find your life's purpose or identity. Maybe you join a group of mindful leaders to help define what you stand for. Conscience-based reasons create more self-esteem and provide more direction. So it helps us describe ourselves and recognize ourselves. Joining a particular employee resource group at work or a parenting group uh, fulfills a part of our need to belong. So here we go. Let's peel that second layer of the engagement onion. What is that one thing that needs to be true in order for us to feel like we belong? Again, what is that one thing that needs to be true in order for us to feel like we belong? The answer is vulnerability. I just loved this TED Talk by Brene Brown on the power of vulnerability, where she found that in order for us to be able to connect and belong, we have to be vulnerable. Vulnerability is so versatile. It is the core of shame and fear, but it's also the birthplace of joy and creativity and belonging and feeling connected. So when we think about creating a strong culture where people feel like they belong, creating a culture of vulnerability is foundational. When people can be vulnerable without feeling judged or feeling small, they are willing to do something where there are no guarantees. People are willing to put themselves out there. People are willing to invest in a relationship without even knowing where it's going to end up. Whether you're a founder looking for a co-founder or a manager looking to fill a vacancy on your team, 
you need people who are willing to invest in a relationship without knowing where that path is going to lead. So creating that culture of vulnerability is so key. Okay, now we are just one layer from the core of the engagement onion. So how do you create a culture of vulnerability? Again, how do you create a culture of vulnerability? The answer, build trust. As leaders, you can do many, many, many things to build trust. But if you fail to be there for your employees when your employees feel most vulnerable, your chances of engaging those employees is zero. Let me give you some common situations where leaders can build trust. These might seem pretty obvious, but you'd be surprised as to how many people miss on these. Number one, medical problems. When the employee or their loved one is suffering from some kind of a medical problem, yes, of course, there is FMLA and other federally mandated leaves that could provide job protection and income replacement. What it doesn't provide is human support. As a manager, just checking in to see how the employee is sending them a care package from the team or reassuring them that they don't have to worry about anything at work and truly distributing the work amongst the team and or taking it on yourself goes a long way in building trust. So when my husband and I were on parental bonding leave, spending time with our first baby, my husband's manager had ordered dinner for us. And I thought that was the most wonderful thing that anyone could have done. How did that make us feel? Absolutely great. Not only has my husband's engagement in the job gone up, I don't want him to ever leave that job. (laughs) Number two, joyful life events. Whether it's a graduation, marriage, a birthday, immigration status change, birth or adoption of a child, significant religious events, or just about anything that brings immense joy for your employee, sharing in that joy with a little celebration honoring the employee at work doesn't cost you much, but it goes a long way in building that trust. When I recently got my U.S. citizenship, my then manager arranged for a fun happy hour where all of us wore red, white, and blue caps and quizzed each other on fun facts about America and and made merry. What an unforgettable day. The result of that, the manager built so much trust that I would work on her team regardless of which company she moves to. She has me engaged for life. Number three, bereavement. Yep. Once again, many companies provide bereavement leave and it's usually for employees' family members or those that are defined in a policy as family members. How about the death of a loving family pet? For many employees, their pets are as dear to them as their own kids. I'm most often heard referring to my dog Pepper as my first child. Grieving is a long and hard process and not giving employees the time to get closure is only going to prolong the process. When my childhood companion, Coffee, a beautiful fawn lab, passed away, My manager let me know that it would be totally fine for me to take the time I needed. Personally, I'm better off being around people when I grieve, so 
I shared stories about coffee with one of my co-workers and we talked about how our pets enriched our lives. Just knowing that I had my manager's support built trust. So here is a quick recap. Remember, being supportive when an employee is most vulnerable builds great trust, which is the foundation to creating a culture of vulnerability. A culture of vulnerability makes room for a sense of belonging. And when employees feel like they belong, they are much more engaged in the workplace. And obviously, higher engagement means more productivity and more loyalty. Go ahead, build that trust with your team before you expect anything from them. Because once that trust is built, there is nothing preventing your team from being highly engaged. I would love to hear your thoughts about trust, vulnerability, belonging, and engagement. Please feel free to comment below and keep the conversation going. Until next time, this is your host Dipti signing off. Have a great week and be authentic. 